everyone. Welcome to the Renaissance Project, a Black girls movement. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Chase Clark, and I'm thrilled to have you join me on this journey of liberation and conversation. <laughs> I'm laughing because I was about to sing to you, but I won't do that. Um, to start off, hi, how are y'all? This is Chase, and this is episode three of season four. It'll all make sense soon. Uh, to jog your memory, last week we talked about God and finding faith. And wow, what an episode that was. It was really transformative for me um, just to talk about my experience and also very fulfilling. So I hope you had a, a great time listening to it because I had a great time making it. And I appreciate all the people in advance who um, talked to me about their experience with God, too. I'm, I'm just going ahead and manifesting that into my life while we're on this faithful tip. Um, but today, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? We're talking about love today. And um, I wish I could say anything different than I had the first two times now. But of course, just like everything else, I wrote and rewrote and rewrote and rewrote this episode over and over and over. And that's why I was laughing because originally I was going to sing to y'all a little music soul child, but I see y'all are not ready for that yet. Um, but love, I haven't had much luck with it in the past romantically. I mean, um, and there's no specific rule book for love, not even one on how to figure out how to love somebody, but somehow we figure it out, usually through failed love. I always find it funny how no matter how many times I fail at love or someone fails to show me love in the way I prefer, I always find myself going back to it. Love. I'm not 110% sure how it all works, but I'm pretty sure it'll all make sense soon. Recently, I was watching this show, y'all. I'm already knowing that my mom is rolling her eyes and back of her head at this one, but it was called Love is Blind. And its original purpose in my life was to serve as filler noise um, behind my homework doing mom. And however, I soon found myself caught up in what the show had to offer. So the premise of the show is that a few single people enter to this, uh, into this social experiment where they try to make a connection with someone despite not being able to physically see them. I know, crazy stuff. I caught myself casting major doubt on the show, not because the premise was kind of stupid to me, but because despite not ever seeing the person on the other side of the divider, Each of the contestants somehow decided they love each other. And my thoughts during the show both assured me that I had some kind of common sense and also had me like, who hurt you? No, Daniel Caesar. Side note, yes, I still listen to Daniel Caesar and I'm selective about the whole separating the artist from the art, but maybe we'll do a series on that too. But that's it for now. So back to the original task at hand, the show. Had me like, what in the world, Chase? And truth be told, I always had a hard time admitting that I've had a hard time with love because I'm surrounded by so much of it. Literally, my foundation is built in God and love. However, the philosophy that I operate under is that, number one, love changes as you grow. I'm hoping so anyways. I make this assumption based off of the fact that people grow and change, therefore our love must follow suit. You catch my drift? One of the 
one of my examples for this and one of my favorite ones is you hear the stories of a man or a woman who feeling who's feeling that love is very fickle and unrealistic for them. And from that, they decide to dog people out left and right, then turn around a few years later and they realize that they found love, usually because they found the right person to facilitate it. Those make for excellence. My second philosophy is that love is kind of like your body. You could build up a practice just like working out, but all it takes is a short break, aka maybe a heartbreak, and you find yourself out of shape dreading getting back into it. Why don't we like getting back in shape? Because it requires a certain amount of vulnerability and unpacking a lot of pain. So some of us opt out and decide to either tap out or jump in headfirst, which we know both can be quite dangerous. Love is a pretty complex thing, though. And as we know, there's no real rule book on how to or why, but most of us just blindly follow Lord Jesus. The love um, through the footsteps of those who we are around or what we see or how we've been loved in the past with all these different opinions. So it's nearly impossible to find a central point on what love is, how to love, et cetera, et cetera. But of course, I have a few ideas on how to love a bit better. Number one, love yourself. I'm so sorry, but I will die on this hill. Loving yourself is the key to success in any capacity. Why? Because you've heard the saying that you can't save anyone else unless you first save yourself. Coincidentally, you can't love anyone else unless you love yourself first. Duh. This is a lesson I think most of us are supposed to learn in our teens, right? I pray. I doubt it. Anyways, I think the saying that birds of a feather flock together is so true. And if you can prove me wrong, seriously at me. So knowing this, a lot of my earlier relationships were with people who didn't love themselves because I know for sure that I did not. Before we continue, though, little very important sidebar in this generation I don't know. I think people look at self-love as just appreciating your physical traits when I believe in, of course, this is just my personal opinion. Um, self-love is referring to the one I'm referring to, sorry, is being able to appreciate all the pieces of yourself that no one can see physically, spiritually, and emotionally. I think where we miss the mark is telling people to look in the mirror. You're beautiful. So love yourself. When really we need to take a more introspective approach and instruct them to start seeing what's in their heart first. But again, just my opinion. I think that will clear out like half of the world's problems, honestly. Point is, once you love yourself, I think it's loads easier to practice love outwardly because number one, you know your limits. You won't take the games because you won't because you'll realize you're not a game. The Bible tells us to protect our hearts above all else. And that can be interpreted in so many different ways. But for the sake of my point, loving you is doing yourself an extreme service, period. Number two, make your own love. Martin and Gina didn't even like each other for real. Now, that was a very loaded title, but it's so true. Nowadays, a lot of us operate under very odd timing, I will say. People will literally sit behind a screen and say, I aspire to be like Kanye and Kim or JT and Uzi or India and Durkio 
or Sierra and Big Russell. Like, I wish you could actually see my face right now. Like, how do you sound? (laughs) I don't know how we can say this another way, but we don't know what's going on with them in real life. Like, we only see a few pre-approved pictures and people run with that like, yes, couple goals. Do you hear how you sound? Because <laughs> I do and I don't really like it, okay? One of my brother's favorite artists is Polo G. And he has a song about Martin and Gina, who was played by the ever-iconic Tisha Campbell, of course, Martin Lawrence. I laughed because literally they didn't care for each other off camera, but on camera, they had a very fictionalized and very scripted, super scripted, might I add, um, portrayal of love. And they did such a good job of fooling us because it's their job. They're actors. I laugh not because these things are necessarily funny, but because a lot of times it seems like we're looking over the fence at our neighbor's yard to see what they got going on and not even tending to our own land. You know what I mean? Yes, the grass may be greener on the other side, but you can't see in the house that might be built on horrible foundations. You see where I'm going? I think you see where I'm going. Like everything, and like I said last week, everything in life, I will always advocate for people to read, to learn, to love, and educate yourself on whatever topic for this purpose, of course, Do your due diligence and stop looking to other people for your goals. Create your own. And a good place to start is the Bible. You're welcome. Number three, don't let the past steer you away. Hurt people hurt people. This is a common known thing. Have you ever heard of Kevin Samuels? If not, research at your own risk after the show. He's iconically known for telling people, specifically women, what they can and can't do when it comes to love and telling women that they're shaped like linebackers. Yeah, love that guy. Anywho, oftentimes when he gets down to the root of the issue about why people can't love, a woman ends up being called bitter. Now, bitter, salty, sour, hating, whatever you like to say, I'm sorry, but it's what a lot of us are. Hate to say it, hate to sound ridiculous, but some of us have never got over the person that wronged us. Some of us still carry around the hurt from years ago. Some of us are still sticking with someone who is wrong to you and all these things don't make us happier people. They do the opposite. Some of us are operating in love with blinders on. Bitterness is a justified feeling. Believe me, it is. If you've ever been done wrong, I believe you have the full right to be bitter or even angry. I just think that we have to find ways to organically move on from it. And if you stay in the same place, you'll never be able to move forward. I see a lot of my peers on social media posts about how it's better to be heartless. That way you don't get hurt. But truthfully, I believe it causes more pain than it does protection. Of course, just my opinion. And I'm saying that as a disclaimer. I do believe, though, um, you do need to ask yourself how, if you don't exude love, how you expect to receive it. Food for thoughts. Of course, I am by no means a love expert. I wish I could say I was, but I'm not. I'm barely a chase expert some days. Um, my credentials and expertise come strictly from personal experience, but despite my lack of experience, 
I believe that all of these are pretty solid points. All of us deserve love no matter what capacity it's in. And I have only one thing to say in closing. Again, if you do not lead your life with love, you will find it nearly impossible to receive it. If you need guidance, that Bible we talked about last and this week, great start. And I wish you all all the peace, all the blessings. And this has been your hostess with the mostest. Tune in next Thursday for our next topic. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to the Renaissance Project, a Black girls movement. Want to join the combo? Contact me via Instagram at the Renaissance P-R-J-C-T or you can email me at the Renaissance P-R-J-T at gmail.com. If you feel like to donate, you can do so by sending your funds to dollar sign Chase AC7 on Cash App. It is not required, but definitely encouraged. That's all from me. I hope to see you next Thursday. Until then, be well.